Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So they actually did it. They went and they indicted Donald Trump. And there are sources that will tell you that there are 34 charges against the man. 34 charges against the man. Where in the world is that number coming from? That's not the story. Our story is not to pontificate on what the charges are until we get to see them, until we get to read this indictment. Our conversation is, they really indicted the former president of the United States? They really did this? Did they understand the political fallout? Do they even care? And if they don't care, what is it that they're thinking? What moves them? Because to the rest of America, even if you don't like Trump, even if you're not political, this looks like a witch hunt. Hush money, quote unquote, feel the air quotes. Hush money leads its way to felony charges in a conversation that we already know from legal experts doesn't relate itself to felony charges, at least as we know what's been publicized regarding the possible charges, the indictment against the former president. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. And you find everything. TonyKatz.Locals.com. TonyKatz.Locals.com. Uh, I was actually not even supposed to be here today, to quote Dante. Um, I was scheduled off. But then the indictment came down. And I said, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Changed all the plans. Looked at my mother who had just had surgery and she's doing well. And that's, that's what really matters. And I'm like, Hey, they indicted Trump. And she said, go to work. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. And so I was like, great, perfect. That's what I want to hear. That's why I came down. And now I'm here with you. That's right. Family is down for the cause. It's pretty dang cool. And earlier today on my Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, that whole channel that I have uh, presented by AmericansForProsperity.org, I spoke with Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District about this and really got into this idea of, of witch hunt, got into this idea of what Democrats are thinking. And if Democrats are going to do this regarding Donald Trump, when are Republicans going to start making moves on, I don't know, Hunter Biden? And should Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, get out of the race like so many Trump supporters are discussing. It's it's kind of incredible. I mean, it happens all at once, like almost on cue, which is another story for another day. Meanwhile, let me get to it. My conversation with Congressman Jim Banks on what can be described as this witch hunt against Donald Trump and the indictment that we now know has happened against the former president. And according to sources, there are up to as many as 34 charges coming from the district attorney of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, against former President Trump. 34 charges? Look, that's a lot of jaywalking you're going to charge someone with a felony for. What exactly is the crime here? But never mind that part of it, because we can argue on whether or not that's a crime that reaches to the level that there should be a felony charge all in an attempt to keep President Trump, former President Trump, from becoming the next President Trump. This seems like a witch hunt to a fair amount of Americans, certainly those Trump supporters. 
But is that the way it's going to be seen on Capitol Hill as well? Let me bring in Congressman Jim Banks here from the Indiana 3rd District. He's a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana. He uh, certainly has not been afraid to discuss his support uh, for for President Trump. But we can discuss that. But really, uh, Congressman, I want to get into the first I'll get into your reaction. And then how does this set the stage on Capitol Hill in a world where Republicans have Congress, Democrats have Senate, and you're trying to get, you know, as the expression would go, something done? Yeah, Tony, I mean, this is a despicable example of a um, of a of political persecution of the Democrats weaponizing the justice system to stop a man from running for president because they're afraid of him. They're afraid of him becoming the president again. And that's what this boils down to. Alvin Bragg previously uh, declined or even recommended not to pursue these charges because he knew they were flimsy when he was the deputy uh, district attorney. He campaigned for district attorney on doing this. He, remember, George Soros funded his campaign. He based his campaign on putting Donald Trump behind bars. And that that's what we have to remember. This is politically motivated. And uh, it, 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 it's a, these are flimsy charges. I, I imagine they're going to they're going to fall apart, as he predicted in his previous role. But it's just another example of the links that the left will go to to weaponize government and their powers against their political enemies. But here's the thing about Donald Trump that makes him different. The man does not back down. That's why I support Donald Trump. He doesn't back down. And, and he's not going to back down on this. He's going to fight back. He's and and uh, and this is just the beginning, I think, of a of yet another chapter where Donald Trump is going to come back out. He's going to come back uh, on top in the end. Just on on that subject, Congressman, uh, the, the New York Post uh, with a report that Trump was actually stunned and one of his team uh, there was stunned that this indictment took place. Are you, are our fellow Republicans on the House actually amazed that Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, went forward? Well, I, I mean, those were reports that he was stunned. I mean, a, a week ago, he predicted uh, that, that he was going to be indicted. Right. So I'm not sure how, I'm not sure that he was, maybe he was stunned because it, it came, you know, in the middle of something when he wasn't expecting. I, I don't know. But again, those are media reports that oftentimes we can quickly dismiss for obvious reasons. But uh, no, I, I'm not, I'm not stunned. Tony, I'm I'm I I watched what the Democrats did when he was in the White House, from the fake uh, Russian collusion hoax to uh, to uh, uh, impeachments to the sham January sixth committee. Uh, the you remember the the Russian bounties story uh, about troops in, in Afghanistan. I watched what the left did to this guy every single day he was in the White House and every single day since, and I'm not surprised. By how by how low and how far the Democrats will go to abuse their power to stop the most effective president of my lifetime from becoming president again. I mean that's that's just how they play. But Donald Trump again, he doesn't back down. He's going to fight back, and he, and and his support has been emboldened by all of this. I mean, I, again, I I support Donald Trump. Um, I enjoy his support in my campaign for Senate. I'm very proud to have his support, and uh, I, I I just believe that this is another example of of a miscarriage of justice. The fact that Hunter Biden roams free and the Biden family gets away with everything they've gotten away with, the Clintons got away with everything that they got away with, and they're indicting Donald Trump on charges that, uh, that by, the, by the way, it's past the statute of limitations, and Alvin Bragg knows that. 
Um, they're 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 uh, accusing him of something and indict. They've indicted him for something that that uh, other prosecutors have declined to indict him for because it uh, they, they uh, on misdemeanor charges. They've turned into felony charges because they're tying it to his campaign in 2016, which was years after uh, the allegations of um, uh, of what happened with Stormy Daniels. I mean, they they know all the facts of this but they're politicizing it because we are on the eve of Donald Trump becoming the Republican candidate, the Republican nominee for president again. It's obviously being, uh, it's, it's obviously politically timed and politically charged. Well, let me, let me, and that's let not me, lost on the American people. Let me push back on that, Congressman, talking to Congressman Jim Banks, Indiana 3rd District. You heard Joy Behar say they want Trump to be the nominee because Trump's a two-time loser. She's getting into some election denialism there, and he's the one to beat. It, now, as we all know, Joy Behar speaks for the entire Democratic Party, but there's a whole argument that they desperately want to run against Trump. Aren't there Democrats that you know of on the Hill who think that this is an absolutely horrific idea, that indicting Trump on this is only emboldening not only Trump supporters who are never going to leave, but people who may have been on the fence who are going to be like, this is witch hunt crazy. I'm going to support this guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how this... Uh... This does anything but embolden Donald Trump and embolden his support. And the Democrats know that there have been a few Democrats who have been vocal about this being a political mistake uh, for, on their part. Also, keep in mind, Tony, that it is a federal crime uh, to use the Justice Department to try to block someone from becoming the the nominee of their party. So, I mean, there, there are so many angles of this that I believe are, that are going to play out for years uh, but it is obvious to the American people. I, can, you can count on this. It is obvious to the American people that this is uh, that these charges are politically timed. They're political in nature. We become used to these types of of, of uh, activities from the left against Donald Trump, and he's going to fight back. And I believe he's going to win. You just brought up that it's illegal to do this. It's illegal uh, to do that. Uh, certainly, we've heard from people uh, like uh, Jonathan Turley. We've heard from Andrew McCarthy this idea that if you're trying to take what is a categorization error, a clerical error, and turn it into a felony, you may very well have a judge that says this case is ridiculous. And so there's certainly the possibility, although I don't know which judges would go in front of, that someone could say, you're out of your head. You simply don't have a case here from your side. If this is indeed a federal crime to make up things, to, to, to utilize this body against somebody running for president, what's the Republicans' plan? What actionable thing will we see from this Republican Party in Congress on this subject to fight back once you see those charges. Yeah, let, let me read this. The, the, the code, the federal code says that it makes it a federal crime if any federal, state, or local government employee uses official authority for the purpose of interfering with or affecting the nomination or the election of any candidate for the office of president. Uh, that, that, um, that exactly describes what Alvin Bragg is doing against Donald Trump. He's trying to prevent him from becoming the president of the United States or the nominee of the Republican Party by indicting. That's him. what so, he's so, doing, sir. The question right. is, what's what's your plan? What is the Republican plan? Because what people want to see is, well, how do you respond to this stuff? Take the hit, take the hit, take the hit. People don't like taking the hit. What's the Republican plan? Yeah, well, this is going to play out in the courts, but it's also going to play out in Congress. So Jim Jordan is the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. 
and he's already uh, sent a subpoena to Alvin Bragg demanding uh, some of the evidence that he covered up and didn't share with the grand jury is made public, calling into question how this process has has uh, developed. Obviously, the Biden Department of Justice is not going to go after Alvin Bragg. He's playing right into their hands. But um, and, and I'm sure he's doing some of this in coordination with uh, with the Biden administration or, uh, you know, wh- whether they whether it's in coordination or doing it on their behalf. I, I mean, those those uh, those questions will be raised, I believe, in the weeks and months to come. But the 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 Jim Jordan House Republican majority led Judiciary Committee uh, has some authority here to to dig into the federal crimes that are being committed to block Donald Trump from becoming the Republican nominee. Let's go back to something you just brought up, sir, which is Hunter Biden. And there are a lot of people screaming that there should be responses, just like I'm discussing, because you simply can't allow a political party so craven to get away with this. Now, I will agree that we haven't seen the charges yet, but 34 charges when we were only speaking about this specific charge, the so-called hush money on Stormy Daniels would make one think, if I'm playing the assumption game, uh, that Alvin Bragg, the district attorney in Manhattan, did a lot of fishing. He's he's casting it out there. He's trying to see what he can get to stick. It is very much a conversation. Leverancy Beria, show me the man and I'll show you the crime who led uh, uh, Lenin's or is it Stalin's uh, secret police force. Um, but there's a question about how does one respond to this? How does one respond? And you brought up Hunter Biden. We know only one thing for fact, even though we believe we know many things for fact. Hunter Biden lied on Form 4473 to purchase a firearm. That happened in a world where everybody's talking about they need more gun reform, they need more gun laws, you shouldn't be able to have a firearm, we need common sense gun reform. Hunter Biden absolutely violated the law. Can you explain to me on a federal level why there's been no discussion of a prosecution of him? Yeah, I I, I can't explain it because it doesn't make sense. I mean, clearly Hunter Biden abused his his uh, his uh, position as the, as the son of the vice president and went out and and uh, illegally took money from our, our foreign adversaries without registering as a foreign agent. He talked about the gun crime that he committed. He's never been prosecuted for any of it. Um, you know, you had the, the Hillary Clinton activities. I mean, if your name is Clinton or Biden or Obama um, or, or a notable Democrat name, you're, you're treated different um, in this, in this uh, system, yep. in this Justice Department than you are by if your name is Trump or if you're a Republican. So I think that's become so clear to average regular Americans that are realizing that the system is set up against us and Donald Trump represents that. I mean, that's why, again, that's why his support is being emboldened and and strengthened. It's why the, the polling shows Donald Trump is more popular uh, today than he's, ever, than he's ever been, at least in the past uh, a couple of years after he left the White House and why his support is growing heading into the 2024 presidential race. I know that, that my detractors are going to bring up me bringing up Hunter Biden. They're going to be like, why? We're talking about Trump's indictment. Why are you talking about Hunter Biden? Because with Trump, everything is speculative. And we have a vast uh, number of people, including legal experts, who don't know how you approve such a thing to a level of felony. But with Hunter Biden, we have it complete. We know that he lied on this form. That is not a, a conversation of the ether. This brings us to the double standard conversation. The one that Americans are most bothered by, and I've now asked a couple times about what Congress's plan is. If there is no plan on a side of legislation, 
when do Republicans in Congress start getting a little mouthy or a lot mouthy with Democrats who hold on to this double standard and start ripping them down, whether it's on the floor, whether it's in public, whether it's in their office, nose to nose, when does this end and how do you make it end? Well, Tony, I I think you're seeing that in the House majority. You've heard from a lot of Republicans over the last 12 hours weigh in on this and Jim Jordan um, acting on it as chairman of the Judiciary Committee with oversight of the Department of Justice uh, to demand answers, to demand action. I think you're going to see that that action in a big way because the American people are going to demand it. I mean, that, that's because, that's very clear to me in this moment. The American people are fed up. They're outraged at this uh, miscarriage of, of, of the justice system, the, the abuse of power by Alvin Bragg and so many Democrats against Donald Trump. I mean, going back again, I'm reminded they spied on the Trump campaign in 2016 before he was even the president. They immediately launched impeachment charges against him. Um, they, from the, the the Russian collusion hoax to two impeachments to the Jan- the sham January 6th committee and the investigation into all of that um, to uh, th- this uh, incident. This we've seen this happen over and over again. The American people are outraged, demanding action, and I think you're going to see that action come from. The House Republican majority, you talked about me, I'm, I'm running for the United States Senate because we need more of a backbone with Republicans in the United States Senate as well. And I hope to see some action come from uh, from from there as well. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to guarantee that you're going to see a, a movement in the House Republican majority because that's the place that we have leverage and power with the committee chairmanships uh, to demand answers. You bring up running. You brought up running. I didn't bring up running. I want to clear that you brought up running as you're running for Senate. There are people out there who immediately said this is, of course, they're calling it a miscarriage of justice. We don't know what's in uh, the the charges there, the, the indictment of former President Trump, uh, but they're calling it a miscarriage of justice. And one of the things that you're hearing people say, the most ardent Trump supporters saying that everybody should get out of the race and make sure that Donald Trump's the next president. And the person they're really focusing on is Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, who hasn't even announced that he's running for president. It's just assumed. Uh, Ron DeSantis has already said, the governor said, he's not going to help with extradition. You want Trump, you go figure it out. I'm not even giving you directions to Mar-a-Lago. Just not gonna happen. Um, Is it your take that the Republican party should be rallying around Donald Trump and everybody else should get out of the race? Well, the Republican party should absolutely be rallying around Donald Trump and and uh, supporting him and fighting back against uh, the the radical left and and those who are abusing their power. I mean, the, the primary is going to play out. I mean, I, there's a there's a reason why Donald Trump far surpasses every other potential candidate or even announced candidate in the race and has uh, a majority of the Republican support. It's because he's a fighter because he was a very effective president. But wh- whether or not people should drop out or or not run or whether they should run, I mean, I, I'll leave that up to all of the other prospects. But um, Donald Trump is in a very strong position. And this indictment, this highly politicized uh, indictment by the Democrats to block Donald Trump is only going to grow his support. My thanks to Congressman Jim Banks. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. And this is Tony Katz Today.